like you have imposed your nudity onto this other person, you have violated them. Oh, I, I mean, I think a good analogy for that is if that had happened on the street and not over text, arrested. Correct. Yeah. Crime. 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 (laughs) Citizens arrest. Hello, and welcome back to Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Rourke. Rourke, how you doing? I'm good. What a week. It's a thrill um, to be doing this in the groove a little bit and um, just feeling really excited to be here again. I know. And on video. I know. We're really upping the game quickly. You really are. So remind me what we're talking about today. Today we are talking about guys who get sexual too quickly and everything that goes along with that. But first I have a story time. Please. So my heart is actually racing thinking about this incident. (laughs) So this was two nights ago. I just matched with this guy. I had sent him my hook, which those of you who have watched my dating app opener templates will know that my hook is, hey, so-and-so, big question for you. And then I Mm -hmm. wait for them to reply before I say anything. And then usually I'll take that opportunity to look at their profile and see what I want to ask so that I don't waste my time on someone who doesn't reply. I think that that's like a perfect one for Bumble too, because your goal with Bumble is obviously to stop the clock. Yep. And so that's, it's perfect. I've stolen it. I hope all your followers steal it. It's amazing. <laughs> I, thank you. Um, also, it has a extremely high reply rate. I think people just like can't stand the suspense. Anyway. Totally. So this guy replied and I went to like investigate him a little further and Bumble has just recently introduced the like COVID dating preferences thing where you Mm. can say if you want to meet up virtually or IRL, masked, outdoor, whatever. Isn't that in, um, on their profile, you know how like they're the little symbols, won't it show? Yeah. Won't it say like socially distanced? They actually added even more levels of it. I had no idea. And yeah, I got a pop up about it. And now if you notice like up in the upper right hand corner, and this will become important shortly, up in the upper right hand corner of your chat window, there's now a little yellow... I don't even know what to call it, symbol. And if you click on that, it'll tell you somebody's COVID dating preferences in more detail than the badge on their profile. Gotcha. Okay. So I saw that he had one and it only exists if the person has indicated. So I saw that he had one and I went to click on it. However, immediately next to that symbol is the video date call button. That's bad design. Terrible design. Terrible design. So I've buried the lead here, but I or I spoil the lead or whatever, but I clicked the fucking video call button on this guy who asked what the question was. So I said, big question for you. He said, what's your question? And I video called him. Oh my God. And and I didn't didn't immediately realize what had happened. And I just looked down at my phone and I was like double chin, like like face up, you know, the face you're making when your front facing camera comes on. Yeah. You're the meme of like, take a video of yourself as you're watching TikTok right now. Correct. Or like, how elevated were you? I panicked. (laughs) I panicked. Luckily, I like wanted to throw my phone across the room because I was panicking so hard. But luckily, I managed to like end the video call. Oh my god, I, I, I couldn't even deal. I panicked so much I unmatched him. Okay. That was you anticipated my question. Did you? I was going to ask if you like. Tr- do you try to recover from that, or do you just like cut your losses and give up? I, I think the next time. Oh, for fuck's sake, let it not happen again. But yeah, let's not were, have there be a next time. <laughs> if it were to happen again, I think I would try to recover. I truly okay. just panicked, and like this has never happened before. I I I panicked, and I just was like, ah, unmatch. <laughs> I, um, I, I, that's very relatable. I probably would have done something very similar, um, or just been like, oh, F me. Like, th- I'm so yeah. sorry. I can't explain this. Hopefully we can <laughs> laugh at this together. You know, like, I, I think you can only laugh at yourself. A hundred percent. Again, I hope there's not a next time, but next time I will do exactly that. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into, into future months. 
And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice, nice little flavorful drink. That is a little little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the Recess Watermelon Mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Um, so that is my story time, but I want to hear about your date because you've been holding out on me. How to yeah, go. I really have. Um, okay, it was a very good date, I will tell you. Um, yeah, you told me that. I, a lot of... I know, I know, I know. Okay, so <laughs> there's a lot of like funny – aspects to it um especially so to the listeners um Ali and I did a live in between the release of our trailer and our first episode and we definitely want to do more so please hop on over at finding Mr. Heights Instagram and that's where you can find all that stuff but um we talked about a bunch of stuff during that that have like weirdly coincided for this date really I sent him a rose I used my you rose said, so- you didn't even know that that roses existed until the live, and now you've used one and been yep. on a great date. Yes. My work here is done. So don't pay for the roses, but like maybe pay for the roses. I don't know. I can't speak to this. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, I'm going to call him. Let's call, We're going to call him the cyclist because he um, okay. likes to bike. Like um, however, what's funny, like there are much better nicknames for him, namely with my friends. I call him new blank because he has the exact same name as a serious ex of mine that is so funny that you say that because one of my clients has a new blank she does the same thing yeah exactly and um obviously like to me that's just sort of funny it's not disqualifying i'm not gonna write it off for that but um Obviously not. I had a. I told you I had a great date. So um, we had a great time. Went to an outdoor place for dinner, and um, then like walked for a long time afterwards and talked a ton. Wait, was your your first date went straight to dinner? Yeah. Oh wow, that's bold of you. I don't know. It didn't like. I I, I get that. So I mean, part of the complication, right, is that to be open right now, you have to buy food. Yes. Yeah. So there's that tension of like, we can't just get there and have alcohol. Also, he's sober. Oh. Another coincidence from the live. Which people who watch the live, we went on for really longer than we should have about dating people who are sober, considering that neither of us had until now. Yeah. And so... um, so he was super open and confident about it, clearly. He had it on his profile, so I was well aware when I sent the rose. And then he brought up very quickly in the date, I don't quite remember how he slid it in, but it was like a very natural, easy thing for him. He just sort of off the like offhand mentioned like, oh yeah, I've been sober for eight years. Yeah. So he doesn't have a hang up about it like the guy you talked about on the live clearly does. Clearly. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. seems and super confident and just great. like very secure in it. Yeah. And also, P.S. for the listeners, we will have a whole episode diving into this issue because we had a lot of thoughts and we got a lot of comments. So stay tuned for that. But tell me more about this amazing date. Yeah. So a lot of the things – so I I talked about this in the first episode that I'm in therapy and I could tell by the way he spoke that he Mm. absolutely had been in therapy. And I was like really attracted to that. Um, because you know, like we must stand an emotionally stable King and just the way that he was able to talk about sort of like relational things I found so attractive and he just like clearly has his shit together, which is really nice. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So we're going to see him again. We have a date for Wednesday. I did not tell you that Ah! either. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. So I'm seeing him again Wednesday and I'm very excited about it. I'm like trying to be cool because I literally like, I... It's tough because I I need you to process my anxiety with me because he and I were texting and I sort of sent like a plan idea for the second date. Oh. And 
then had to like sit on my hands and like be in anxiety city about mm-hmm. what he would think of the plan. And oh, he loved the tough. plan, I'm sure. Oh, he did. He loved the plan. Yeah. He literally said, I love this plan. This is a perfect plan. <laughs> but oh, yeah. So I feel like very exciting. excited about it. But I'm also yeah. like, I play my emotional cards kind of close to the vest. And so this is having this podcast is actually a very interesting experience because it's hard for me to tell the people in my life that like I like someone because then mm. if it doesn't pan out, like I, I, it just feels weird to me. Yeah. Meanwhile, I vomit my emotions on a regular basis. So that's the thing though. I think that takes courage. I gotta, I have to work my way up to it. Cause part of it is my own hang up about the concept of rejection, right? Where it's like, if I tell my friends, I really like this guy. And then he's like, I don't want to see you again. That I clearly have a, I clearly have a view about what that says about myself when I shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I deal with that with like, when I tell my followers about a guy that I'm seeing, like the Duke is a great example, like the number of, and I don't fault them for this because I put it out there and it is, they are well within their right to be asking me. But the number of people that ask, like, so what happened? What's going on? And it's like, now I have to, like, relive over and over again this situation that didn't work out. Even though in this particular situation, I was just as um, active in deciding that it wouldn't work out as he was. But yeah, still. Absolutely. Well, we're like, like we've said, we're going to we're going to put ourselves (laughs) out here and uh, see how it goes. (laughs) Well, I am very excited for you and the cyclists and your second date. Thank you. Um, I will keep you posted um, slightly over text and mostly in this context. Oh my God. It's going to be so long between Wednesday and when we record. All right. Fine. I know. We'll have to, we'll have to figure out, uh, we'll have to figure out what to do, but yeah. Um, right. Listen up guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC comedy law for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are I think over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come DC Comedy Loft Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand up shows, start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. And you'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt, I want to come with my sister, I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. Enough about us. Let's get to our listener submissions because we have a lot on this topic. Um, I'm super glad we're talking about the issue of um, feeling like you're on the same page, exchanging messages with somebody, and then they kind of take it to a place that you're not so comfortable with, whether that is, um, like asking for pictures, saying they want to just like come over late, a you up, a net, you know, whatever the case may be, there was a lot. Um, Sending pictures. Yeah. Oh, of course. Can I read some to you? Yeah, do it. Also good time to note that you can find this submission form at findingmrhyde.com slash podcast. So if you have something you want us to talk about, hit us up. That has a submission form for uh, screenshots, for feedback, for questions. Um, all of everything can be found at findingmrhyde.com slash podcast. What are the people saying? Um, okay. So first is this issue of um, messaging that just sort of conveys this person wants a hookup. Not exact, not necessarily explicit content, but there's something about the feeling that they're giving off. Uh, right. So here's some stuff people wrote in. You feel they are only interested in hooking up, but they haven't explicitly said that, i.e. late night you up or Netflix and chill style messages. Um, what to say when a guy leads with sexuality too soon in the conversation. And then this one I think is sort of the most thorough explanation of it. 
how do you respond to a guy that asks me out, but then follows with asking me to come over, insinuating just a hookup? I know Mm -hmm. I should not try with this person, but how do I respect myself in a response, set a boundary and make my expectations clear? I think that's a great way to ask the question. That's a great way. And we should say that there is nothing wrong with being, with looking for a hookup. But I think like if that's what you're looking for, but I think that where the, what these people are getting at is that they are looking for a relationship and they seem to be dealing with people who seem to be looking or say they're looking for a relationship, but seem to not be. A hundred percent. If what you want is to get down tonight, get down tonight, you know, a hundred percent. But yes, we are definitely talking about um, a situation where you have a boundary that you want to set. So thank you for specifying that yeah no I mean I think this is so tricky too because I when I've been in this situation I feel like I haven't wanted to make the assumption because here's here's where this has gone for me in the past is you sometimes what will happen is you try to set that boundary and then the person will pretend that's not what they were saying thousand percent and they'll be like oh what no like that how why would you think that that is such a crazy conclusion to jump to whatever whatever the words are and now, like, they, they gaslight you, basically. Yeah. I think there's actually a great um, Inside Amy Schumer sketch about this, where mm-hmm. a guy talks to her at a party, and she goes, oh, I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend. And he goes, whoa, 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 I wasn't trying to hit on you. Like, wh- what do you think of yourself? And so, obviously, the way the sketch plays out, it becomes more and more absurd, where she gets so scared to say it <laughs> that she ends up, like, walking down the aisle with somebody and then has to reveal that she has a boyfriend. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, yeah, oh, no, I think that is totally a problem. Yeah. And I think I actually have been meaning to do a text script about this. So for those listeners who don't know, I do text scripts on my TikTok and my Instagram where I write sort of, I call them scripts, but really they're frameworks because you should change it to fit your scenario and your voice. But for certain scenarios that might require some emotional labor for someone that like somebody might feel anxious to say a certain thing in a certain situation. And so I help with that. Um, And I've been meaning to do one about this because I have gotten a lot of DMs and submissions and stuff about it. It's it's hard because you don't you don't want to make that assumption. You don't want to you know turn someone off if that's not what they were looking for. But at the same time, you already know they are. Agreed. I think I think this is a good moment where we can trust our guts. Where if a guy is messaging us and it feels this way, I think. I think this is a situation where you can usually trust yourself. Um, I totally agree. And and I, I yeah. say that when I talk about like people always ask me or often ask me, how do you know the difference between anxiety and gut instinct? And I think that gut instinct is your own feelings when you feel uncomfortable about something. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is, right? Like you're not having a, a gut feeling about his feelings. You're responding Correct. to how what he's saying or doing or they, I should say how what like they're saying or doing is making you feel trust that that's a that's a really good distinction to make and I think that for me another part of it and something that I think I I perhaps read into in the question where it says um I know I should not try with him Mm. so there is this feeling that like is is this necessarily disqualifying behavior You know, and so like, is there a way there, like, I get the temptation to think like, oh, well, maybe if we meet up tonight, it'll go differently and I'll sort of be able to pivot it. And like, there, there is this desire to try. Yeah. I think that I I totally get that desire, right? Like that. I mean, we we all want to be people pleasers on some level, but like, I don't think it's, a totally irreversible situation, what I don't think you can expect to do is play into the scenario that that person is proposing and then expect that you're going to be able to pivot it within the framework that they've set up. So like what I mean by that is if he's saying like, come over and it's midnight or whatever, and you and you are looking for a relationship and you're uncomfortable with this, I think the way that you set the boundary and try to move forward is by not going over to the situation that makes you uncomfortable. But instead saying something along the lines of like, I would really like to see you, but here's what I'm comfortable with and not feeling like you need to like play by his rules in a sense. That is very well said. Yeah. It's like sort of reset where 
he's coming from to understand where you might be able to meet in the middle instead of um, just sort of falling into his framework. I like that a lot. Right. And I also think that you can get around, not get around, but like one of the things you might be afraid of is that gaslighting thing we were talking about where like you might be tempted to say, I'm not just looking for a hookup. And he or they might respond negatively to that. But what you can say instead is don't even assign intention onto the other person. Instead, you can just say that you're not comfortable with the situation that they've proposed and like not even try to assume their intent. That's actually, that's very clever. Um, And I like that that sort of leaves the door open for them to assert a good intent. Right. And then if they're not like, like, and then, yeah, if they're not just looking for a hookup and and they actually just happen to be free and they're, I don't know, a spontaneous person or whatever, I find this unlikely. But like, (laughs) if that is the case, then they'll be like, oh my God, yeah, absolutely. Let's, you know, go out at 7 p.m. Like people who are going on a date. To your... To your point about um, giving them the opportunity to kind of fill in the blanks with a more positive spin is – it's funny. I actually have a guy friend who has gone on a few dates with a girl and Mm. she invited him to come for a walk that would end at her place for a nightcap or something. Yeah. And he was texting me, what what do you think this means? And I said, you know – don't read into it. I think what this could mean is that there's not a lot to do right now in public. And our home is just sort of, our homes have like weirdly become a date location more so I think than ever before. Right. And I also think there's a difference between someone saying like, Hey, what are you doing? Come over. And someone saying, are you free on Wednesday? We can go for a walk and then have a drink at my apartment. Like that is a very different proposition. Absolutely. And I think that they're, we're getting, we're narrowing in on sort of the, there tends to be an immediacy to these asks mm-hmm. that it's come over tonight or how about I brought, bring by a bottle of wine tonight? It, it's not a future plan. It's, it's yeah. a let's do this. And I actually do have a text script for somebody who always wants to plan last minute because regardless of whether it's a, a hookup scenario or not, even the person who wants to get dinner last minute. Like I, I mean, it's a little bit different now. Generally in my normal life, I am a planner. I I subscribe to my Google calendar. I am very rarely, very rarely do I have an evening free that is not specifically free because I want some downtime. So almost yes, never that's very am relatable. I just like, oh yeah, I really do want to see someone tonight, but I am not. And it's three hours away. Like that never happens to me. So I did write a script because I've used it saying like, you know, that sounds awesome. I'm more of a planner though. Like, you know, let me know if there's another night that works for you. Something like that. I forget exactly what I said, but it's it's in those, along those veins. Yeah, no, I think that that's a, um, that's a really good way to phrase it. And I know for me, I, you and I are very similar in this way. And to me, it's almost goes back to, again, what we talked about in the live a little bit is energy preservation. And for me, like I have to sort of like know a date is happening (laughs) to feel up for it. I I don't, it just doesn't feel good to be scrambling to a date. No, especially early on. Like it's so different. I'm not saying that I'm never spontaneous, you know, and if someone like. I I might be saying that about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Some of those wonderful things, like I met my, I mean, it turned out to not be a great relationship, but I'm glad I met him. I met one of my ex-boyfriends because I randomly was walking by a bar that a friend was at and he was like, come in, I'm drinking with a friend. And I went in and I ended up having this great night with this guy. Like I'm not against spontaneity, but I generally speaking, I'm a planner. Yeah. I like to have a uh, skeleton outline to my life and Mm -hmm. I can be flexible within that. Um, (laughs) Again, I feel like I'm constantly referencing like TV shows and movies, but what is um, the um, as long as everything is exactly how I want it, I'm very easygoing. <laughs> What's that from? I I would need to look it up. This is this it, oh. I do not remember. Um, I, mean, I love it, but I don't I don't want to look away. No. But yeah, um, I absolutely love it. So it doesn't matter. But great. So yeah, I think that that's that's how somebody can. If, if you're feeling like the thing that the person is proposing is something that you don't feel comfortable with because you think it would be 
too much too soon or that they might be looking for a hookup, I think that's how you reframe it. You say like, I would love to see you, but you know, insert situation that you'd be more comfortable with here. And I actually think before, and I know we want to get to like the pictures and whatnot that we mentioned, but one other thing that I will say is that I think that that's also true if somebody invites you on a date to their home, even because of what's going on right now, if you don't feel comfortable with that, absolutely reframe it with something you would be comfortable with. Yes. Snaps for that. Um, But I do think it's important. Like, I think a lot of people, if they're trying to let the other person take the lead, will just kind of like poo-poo things, but not offer any suggestions. Be like, no, I'm not comfortable with that. No, I'm not free Wednesday. No, but they're not. That indicates to the person that you don't actually want to go out. So just be careful about that. I am super conscious of that. I always, if ever I cancel, if I'm interested, I offer an alternative. And I'm very aware of if a man does that with me. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So let's get to this piece of it. In a conversation about pictures, I think there are sort of, there are two issues, right? There is the, there's the send and there's the ask. Um, There's an, you know, there's an unsolicited dick pic issue. And then there's the, uh, hey, please send nudes. Probably without a please. Um, Definitely without a please. Definitely without a please. Maybe, maybe Um, spelled N-N-0-0-D-Z, perhaps. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Um, So... Is responding to an unsolicited dick pic, is that just, is that like a block scenario? What, how do you come back from that? You don't. Um, Although I will take this moment to say that I have never received an unsolicited dick pic from somebody that I actually knew. Um, And that, that sounds weird, but um, I will say the only time I have ever received an unsolicited DP is via airdrop. That is absolutely insane. Yep, and that is the reason and that I that I have airdrop set to contacts only. I was about to say there is a setting for that. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> it was like um, back when airdrop like first came out and like people like didn't understand. Anywho. Um I I have received this. And it was um because actually a guy asked I, I think it was a guy who asked me out very last minute. I said mm-hmm. I have plans with it was like a Saturday, I, I said, I have, you know, uh, I have a life. I have plans. I have, yeah, I have plans. And um, so I was like already doing something. And it was not a rude response on my part. I'm sort of sounding rude now because 2020 hindsight. But Because he sent you an unsolicited dick pic after this. Yeah. Yes. He <laughs> responded with, really, you don't want some of this? <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I should – I'm going to say this – Dicks aren't cute. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. So not that, not that you should force, force nudity on anyone, but like, also I feel like guys have this, this very, very wrong idea that that is an attractive photo. I, I, I think this goes to the idea that they, that men tend to be more visual and because they would want an unsolicited nude, we must, like, it must be a reciprocal feeling. Right. Like it actually has nothing to do with the fact that I, like, yeah, it's because I, me saying dicks aren't cute are because women, generally speaking, a picture of a random dick that she doesn't love or like or whatever, doesn't know, is not a turn on, generally speaking. Um, Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen girls? Lena Dunham girls. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's great. I mean, the first season especially is great. Um, The guy she's dating sends her one and she goes over to his apartment and says, don't send me a dick pic. We're together and we live down the street. If you want me to look at your dick, come (laughs) over and show me your dick. She'll show it to me and then use it. Like that's, that's what I'm going to want. So what, what did you do? I I just stopped responding. Um, we can talk about blocking is sort of a whole different conversation that has a lot of tentacles, but, um, I have a friend who was stalked when we lived in New York and her, she ended up speaking to like a private security person. And one of the tips he gave her was when a, when somebody is sending you scary messages, you do not want to block because you need an evidence trail. Right. Also, you can't see what they're sending, like regardless of the evidence trail, like if it's escalating, 
Exactly. Like, it, luckily, we had uh, this would have been a first date, so he had no idea what neighborhood. It, like, it, th- there was a lot of insulation where there yeah. was no risk. I just stopped responding, and he s- continued to send things. It was insane. Yeah, I, I've had a couple friends who've been in like similar scary, like scary ex, obsessive ex, stalker kind of stuff and don't block. Yeah. For that reason, because then you you don't know if they're plotting something. Exactly. Um, uh, but ugh. yeah, so is this a I, – I to me, this is ignore and forget about this person. Yeah, you can't come back from that. Absolutely yeah. not. Like the, that is just – and this is also assuming, like again, in in your scenario and in all of these scenarios that, that these people are submitting, you're not sexting, you're not. There's no, there's no planet on which this person would think that that's something you want. The modifier unsolicited is key yeah, yeah, to our discussion. Correct. Yes, correct. Yeah, uh, but I even think that, like, yeah, I think. There's probably also some sort of gray area between like, because like the word solicit would literally mean I would say, please send me a dick pic. True. But like, I I, I truly don't want one unless I said that. And I would never say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I truly have never wanted one. And no. like, I think sometimes like they just want to send one. Yeah. And it's like, we've been together a while. Fine. <laughs> Yeah, all right. You want me to look at it? Like, uh, um, like uh, dick pic acquiescence versus <laughs> yeah, solicitation. Just a, I'm just resigned. I'm like, I'm, I'm tired. I'll look at fine. your dick. I, whatever. Send it over. Oh, it's great. Nice dick. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Our moms are going to listen to this. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, so – this that one seems like a pretty clean. I I, I know yes. we talk about sort of like no right answers. Let's live in the gray. This one feels pretty clean to me. That one feels pretty clean. Yeah, someone does that. Okay, no, and I also don't think. I think that is one of the only times. This is more of a blanket statement. So obviously, I have a lot of videos recommending direct communication and expressing how you're feeling, et cetera, et cetera. When somebody makes you uncomfortable, in that like like this or like anything else. You do not feel obligated that you have to say you've made me uncomfortable. Like, your silence is fine. But again, yeah. for the reasons that we said, wouldn't suggest blocking. Agreed. So now let's go to the asking for your photos. And um, the way that listeners have written in makes it seem like the um, – situation we talked about of like a hookup night where yeah. this is not where the conversation is. Like this is not a sexting conversation. So um, the two that I pulled read, the conversation is going great. And then they start asking for those pics, those in quotes. Yeah. And then um, when they ask for pics too early in the conversation, especially if you've never even met. So this is happening too early for people's comfort level. And they, again, want something else out of the dialogue. If this is what you want, go for it. Like there are, I have a friend who has made a lot of money off of, um, sexually berating men over text. Go for it. Great. But yeah, let's have her on the pod. But, um, (laughs) if that's not what you're into, if you are looking for a dating relationship, this, and this is not working for you, what do you think, Allie? What's our solve? Honestly, this one is probably pretty close to tough to come back from. Okay. Like, I just, I'm all for giving somebody grace and giving people the benefit of the doubt. But, like, if you truly in your heart of hearts feel that there was nothing in that conversation that, and not that it's, because, how do I even want to phrase this? Like, I'm not... I guess, judging somebody for asking, right? Or judging might not be the wrong word, but it's like, not like, oh my God, he must be a terrible person. The sending an unsolicited dick pic, I'm like, oh my God, he must be a terrible person. But like asking if like they're looking for somebody, here's the thing. If somebody's asking you to send those types of pictures, they're clearly looking for somebody who will send them those kinds of pictures at that juncture. And like you said, maybe you're that kind of person and that's great. Like maybe you want to send those kind of exchange, those kinds of pictures at that juncture. But if that's what they're looking for and you are not, I'm not sure that that makes a good match. 
Exactly. So you're allowed to look for what you're looking for. And if that's yeah. Oh, yeah. a photo exchange, a text exchange that uh, that is solely sexual, totally fine. But if there's right. a mismatch in – Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that is, a, that is better said than I. I'm like trying to figure out because – the first one, like the unsolicited dick pic thing, that is terrible because like you have imposed your nudity onto this other person. You have violated them. Oh, I, I mean, I think a good analogy for that is if that had happened on the street and not over text, arrested. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Arrested. Crime. <laughs> Crime. Crime. <laughs> Citizen's arrest. Maybe that, that'll be a new trope of the podcast. We're like, if this happened on the street, Crime. Yes. <laughs> um, oh my god. I do think I actually think about this a lot though. I try to think about interactions that I'm having on a dating app or via text message as if they were happening in real life and think like would this happen? Would this be okay? How would I feel about this if it happened in person? And that can help really frame something. And I think what you said is so true in that sense that if somebody flashed you on the street, yeah, crime. Yeah. But if somebody said to you, like, hey, will you flash me? They're like, that's that's very Just rude. Weird. No. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like t- not technically illegal, you know? Like Correct. So and again, not that not not that that's okay for a stranger on the oh, street. Definitely to ask not. There's to plenty of things them. that like yeah. aren't illegal but also aren't okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so true. Yeah. Um But so I think that that's – but I do think that it indicates a very significant – for these people because I I know what these women are looking for because they mentioned it in the question when they submitted, right? Like it indicates a very significant mismatch in expectations. Yes. And I just don't know if you can come back from that or if you would want to come back from that. I agree because I also, and maybe this is unfair of me, you can check me on this, but I would guess that if I was having a initial back and forth with someone we haven't met yet and they start asking for that, it's got to be a wide net. A hundred. I was I, just I cannot be that. the only one. I was just thinking how many nudes does that person have on their phone? Yeah. Like, or solicitations for nudes, right? Like, I'm not special. Right. And so, again, if what you're looking for is a partner to feel special with, this is not for you. This is not for you. But if you're a new collector, good luck. Um, Also, a good time to plug that even if that is what you're looking for, please be careful to hide your identity in pictures that you send somebody because I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but I also want you to be safe. Yes. Important PSA. Yes. Yeah. Um, Um, yeah. So I just think you could try to set that boundary and say like, that's not something I'm comfortable with. And I don't know, try to pivot the conversation. I just, maybe I'm projecting too much of how I would feel about this onto it, but I just feel Mm. like I would not feel safe with that person anymore. Yeah. I, I, I I agree with you. And maybe unfortunately we're in like too much agreement where we are missing a side to the story, but um, write in. If somebody yeah. has a, if if this has happened to somebody and you've been able to sort of restructure where the conversation was going, send it. We would love to see that. Absolutely. Um, and I think that like all of this comes back to, I think, expectations. Like what are you looking for and how can you figure out if what you're looking for is aligned to what the other person is looking for? Because Something that I don't love is the what are you looking for question. I don't like asking. So that many like people, that. so many people wrote in about that very question, asking really? it, receiving it, all that stuff. And so I would like to dedicate that to a whole different day, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think that, that that this comes down to because sort of spoiler alert without diving all the way into it, I don't like that question. And but I think there are ways to find out what somebody is looking for. And things that you can kind of pick up on in their behavior and the things that they are saying. And this is one of them. This is like a, actually like a very large one. Very large, yes. I do think that a lot of dating stuff is looking at behavior as sort of proxy for larger thought processes or intentions. Right. You know, look at both words and actions. Um, yeah, action, effort, impact, 100%. And this also happened to you recently, didn't it? 
Yes, it did. And I think that actually it's funny. Some of the things we were talking about, I'm probably realizing that I could have done a better job with it. However, it like goes so off the rails that, you know, we can, we can critique, we can learn, um, and feel free to stop me and say like, here's where we could have like Rourke step it up next time. So, so some background, cause where else I'll start, I'll start reading in a particular place. He did what we were talking about, not photo related, but, um, well, what are you doing tonight? Um, how about I bring over a bottle of wine tonight? And I said, you know, I have a plan with my neighbor and her fiance. We're going to watch a movie, but maybe another time. So like that was that. And he very much was like, well, I would have been more fun. Wait, I don't know you, sir. Thank you. Perfect response. I said, oh, friend I've known for six years or guy I've never met. Not close. (laughs) Anyway. Beautiful. So that that happens like twice, two days in a row. And yeah, something to that effect. So I'm about to do what you just said you don't love. Based on this conversation, I have to ask, it seems that you're really in search of a hookup. Is that what you're interested in? He respond. He responds a couple hours later. Sorry, I was in a meeting, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> um, he says, I don't think I want anything serious, honestly. Are you against casually hanging out? I said, I'm looking to date, so it sounds like we aren't a good fit. He said, aw, come on. Let's have a glass of wine and chill. Date where? Question mark. What? No. I-, I didn't quite know what he meant by that, so... I said, I'm not looking to date at a specific location. (laughs) (laughs) I just laughed so hard that my earphone came out. (laughs) Well, because I just like was like, do you, I don't, I'm not sure what he thought. I said, but I am interested in meeting people with more than the goal of something physical developing. He said, let's have drinks and see how it goes. Don't worry. I won't take your pants off right away. Oh, for fuck's sake. No. Yeah. So I said, I don't see the point in wasting both of our time. He said, aw, why would it be wasting time? We said we hang out. I'm going to read these verbatim. Can we just see how things go? I said, I'm not in the business of convincing people to want something other than what they say they want. You want something casual. I don't. Let's not spend our time convincing each other otherwise. Yep. He said, I never said what I want, what I don't. Things happen naturally. We could end up dating for a while or not at all. But he literally said he wanted to – he mm-hmm. literally said that he wanted something casual. I – yeah, I mean, I understand yeah. why you wanted to express these things. But, like, this is, I think, a great example of how we – you – there's, like, very little to be gained from trying to reason with somebody who is unreasonable. Yeah, I think I just sort of got on a roll. Yeah. And, oh, like, yeah. couldn't stop. I hear And you. so I recognize that. So here's where I copy and paste his own text. And said, I quote, I don't want anything serious, honestly. He, st- he said, but you start casual usually. Let it go with the flow, babe. Don't kill it. Oh, don't call me babe. Starting with pet names we've is a whole, yeah. Don't call me babe. You sound like me responding to my trolls on TikTok, honestly. Yes. Um, so he says, how sad. I guess I just had to say I want to get married. Then you meet up. I, I also just can't with this man's sentence structure. It's really, really weird. Um, is he wasted? Uh, that was my thought. Wasn't he in a meeting? Yeah, this was at like 5 p.m. It, yeah. It, who knows? Um, I I believe the answer is no because of where this – you'll see what happens here. Okay. So I actually really like this answer for if somebody asks you what you're looking for. So yeah. I said – I am looking for a relationship abstractly, as in that may or may not be with you. However, I am looking to date intentionally, and that intention is to find a partner at some point. And it's clear you aren't looking for that. Very clear. I like that. Yeah. I really like, and and this is something that I, because you can't, although I don't like people to ask that question, you obviously can't prevent somebody from asking it to you, and you can't just yeah. not answer. Um, I think dating intentionally is a really good phrase. Thank you. So then, honestly, there is some, like, crazy back and forth. And this was, like, really the icing on the cake at the very end. He says, I was actually looking forward to seeing you. Oh, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. He was looking forward to it. 
I must, what a guy, I must go. Oh my God. Yeah. So I said, wow, I feel so honored. You were looking forward to seeing little old me. So then the next morning at 8.59 a.m., morning, <laughs> what? nothing. No acknowledgement. Yeah, you didn't respond. I did not respond. I did not respond. I, um, I think the only way, like, there was no coming back from this conversation, obviously. No, but the only not. way that, the only way that you even remotely begin to handle it is saying, like, I am so embarrassed. I am so sorry, et cetera, et cetera. I'm gonna start reading some dates here. So that was um, Friday. The next Saturday, 11 a.m. So we lost contact. I don't yes. respond. Yes, we did. The next Friday. Hmm. Can't answer anymore, right? Oh my god. I now decide to respond because I I I, I just needed to say like, stop. Please and don't so, contact me. Exactly. So I said I've made myself very clear. I am not interested. This text is the last communication you'll receive from me. Great. Love that. Thank you. He said, what? Ha ha. I swear this pandemic had a big impact on some people. Feel better, hon. I won't bother you anymore. Peace. There is so much. Oh, there is so much. It, it has. Yes. That's. Yeah. It, ha- it has six or seven different issues. That one mm-hmm. text message. Yes. Oh, my God. What a gem. I know. The thing that, like, did you go back and, like, look at his profile, look at, th- like, sometimes when th- when this shit happens to me, and that specific thing hasn't, but, like, when things go so terribly wrong, I often will go back and look at their profile, look at our initial messages to be like, did I miss this? Did I, like, was there something I missed? Did you do that? I very much did that. It, nothing. Man. Nothing. Like the one of the worst first dates that I've ever been on where this guy told me that he'd been banned from Tinder and Bumble six, seven different times and just kept making new accounts. Um, and that he was currently on using his grandmother's cell phone number to be on Bumble where we had met. Um it, we'll get we'll all do a whole story time on that particular date later, but like This is bordering on crime. Using I, grandmother's cell phone on crime. <laughs> Um, so that was an example where I went back to look at his profile, look at his messages, like, were there red flags here? And I did find a couple that like in hindsight, and we'll, again, I'll do a story time about, about that later, but there, man, what a, what a crazy person, that guy. Yeah. Your guy. Well, I mean both, but. Yeah. Both guys. General statement, easy blanket statement, but yeah. So, um, I'm glad that that, uh. Yeah, I've not heard from him since that. So Great. he did respect, I guess, that final boundary. I I don't know why I took that, but here we are. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, good for you for setting that boundary. Thank you. To your point, I probably could have cut it earlier, but. I mean, I get why you didn't. I, I do. But I think I yeah. think it's also like you are somebody who could handle that and you were like with I think there are some people and this is where you need to really know yourself like there are some people where like if they were getting sort of disparaging messages that that might be damaging Mm. if you if you're not in a space where you can like see that and brush it off Um, and I think it's like very good to know that about yourself where like there are different ways to navigate different situations based on what like you think is going to be harmful for you yeah that's a very good point I do think that that is not a conversation I could have had like five years ago. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, it's like the reason that I engage, like a lot of times I'll, I'll engage with my trolls that, that like talk shit about me in the comments. It's because I don't mm-hmm. care. Like I brush off whatever they say and they say some really terrible things, but I know that I don't care. Yeah. I don't think I would have thought that several years ago. And so I probably wouldn't have. Exactly. Thought. Yeah. Um. Well, this was lovely. We are like running low on time. So let's remind everybody to support this like little fledgling bibbit podcast. Fledgling podcast. We're, you know, trying to leave the nest. Um, Rate, review, subscribe. FindingMrHeight.com slash podcast is where you can find all the links on any 
any streaming service that you your little heart desires. Um, yeah. And you can also do our submission form right there. Perfect. And um, I was so surprised that we already had a five star review. Oh my god! Yeah, we Apple. need to read our. We need to read our. Yeah, so please review. read that and give them a shout out. And if anybody else is so inclined to leave a five star review, we will give you a shout out. I will read it. If that is an incentive to anybody, I also want to note that because it was so quickly and we only have a teaser episode out that I just assumed that this was someone that Rourke knows because it wasn't someone that I know. And I texted her being like, we have our first five-star review. I assume we know this person. And we don't. We do not. This is a stranger. It's a stranger who likes us. Watch a friend of ours come out of the shadows. I literally was just thinking (laughs) it's probably someone we know and we just don't know that we know them. (laughs) Totally. No one has to know that. Um, Okay, so... This person, um, whose username is Excels, which I love because I love Excel, um, they said they're so excited. Two great girls talking about real things, a dating and relationship podcast that is not for 18 to 26-year-olds, finally. Lots of exclamation points. And I think that's true. I do think that – I think um, age and wisdom benefits us here. And um, I think think mature communication is is our vibe. Not yeah, although I I will say if you are ever. 18 to 26, I really wish that I knew a lot of the things that we're talking about when I was in that age group. So please continue to listen and tell all your friends because I think that maybe Gen Z can be much more mature communicators than millennials if they know this stuff up front. 100%. And um, I know I wish – it's funny. I was thinking about how often women really seek – feedback and advice. And obviously we can all do our best. We can all seek advice, but I really feel like men uh, should be involved in the conversation. Oh my God. I know I have, I was telling you earlier today that I have one of my very first male dating client, like dating coaching clients. um, And I'm so excited to work with him and then hopefully have a testimonial from a guy on my website to try to garner more male clients um, because I really do want that perspective. Oh, maybe we should incentivize – we should come up with something to, like, tell a bro. Oh, I love that idea. Tell a bro that this podcast is a thing and we'll do something. This is a half-baked idea. Um, half-baked, but I like do it. not. But um, <laughs> the, coming to a podcast near you, yes, tell a bro. Yes, maybe even this one. Um, yes. I love that. But, yeah, so tell your friends. Um, if you write us a review, um, we will read it. And – yeah, we're very excited for this. And I I'm just I'm just the most excited. Me too. And so come back next Monday for a whole new topic and hopefully a positive update about the cyclist. Oh my god. I, I forgot and got excited all over again. Yes. Hooray. Um well great to hear you and see you on our new uh video format. Um yes. and have a great night, Allie. Good night. Talk to you soon. Bye.